Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. Oh, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps oh, podcast, episode wow. number 29. Oh. We are the Fat Peeps. I'm your host today, Joey, and I am here with PJ, aka Tech3200. Wow. Hi, everyone. John, aka Cameraman John. Oh, that's me. Hi. Oh. And Garrick, aka Big Target. Hola. Ah. Oh. Uh, Every week we bring you some nerdy game culture, video games, uh, movies, entertainment type stuff. You know, sometimes tech stuff. Allegedly. Just like a wide swath of nerd stuff, but mostly video game stuff. And today is mostly video game stuff. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think it's all video game stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much all video game stuff today. But before we get into the topics, we always start off the show with the icebreaker question of the day. Whoa. Today's icebreaker is, what song gets your feels going? Oh, wow. great question, Joey. Like, Loins? instinctual, yeah. yeah, I was going to say like instinctual sexual needs. Oh, oh my uh, God. Like oh. sadness, happiness, or does it not matter? You're talking about like any feelings. The word is feels. feels. So interpret it, it interpret that as you will. Because every song has inside? its own meaning. Oh. Allegedly. Uh, I usually just listen to the beat. Oh. And if it so sounds feely, then it's like, sure. Okay, so what's like, your go-to? Go let, let me rephrase the question then. Whenever you need a song... That is either a gonna lift you up or b going to like lift you down. Kind of <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't explain it. Like you know, sad. Uh, like listening to a sad song when you're down. Okay. Like people do that. I can't personally yeah. do that. Uh huh. But like oh. people do that. So like one of those two things. Whenever you're in a situation where you need something that's gonna match your mood when you're in like a sad mood or something that's gonna lift you up what is that song for you guys why don't you give us an example pj yes um so. i have a lot a lot oh, of them no. are from lincoln park that used to be it before okay. but that was like a teenage angsty me oh okay as i like got in middle school <laughs> in middle school i i do you guys have to do the typing class thing? Like you had free before the computer class began. You do typing, uh, native speaking or whatever, and you yeah. play music. And that was like my first song on the playlist. So wow. when I hear that song, I I I think native speaking. You started crying so, while you were typing. John was just like, it really doesn't matter. No, no. <laughs> so you must have that song memorized by then. Go ahead and recite it. Yes, please. And, 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 no, I don't. Oh. This is middle school. Who remembers things from middle school? Uh, I, I you'd be song. surprised. Oh. Anyways, continue. I remember <laughs> a lot of things from middle school. Anywho. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot of unimportant things. Call so when a. you listen to that song, that gives you feelings, basically, is what you're telling me. In the loins. Like, in the loins, yes. Um, so I'll just pick two. Numb okay, okay. is a okay. strong one for me by them. Okay. Uh, oh, with Jay-Z? 
No, what? not not reanimation. <gasps> Hell no. Lamination. Uh, reanimation. It's a. It's their remix of their it's hybrid theory album with uh, Jay Z. It, it's. I think it was called Numb Encore. <laughs> yeah, that's speed. what it was. Um, so numb just because like my history with my mom. It's like a. It's a tough situation. Uh, oh wow. Into it, but basically that song reminds me of that, and then. As of recently with them, uh, what is it? Halfway right. Uh, just because it's like, that was Chester's screaming out for help song. And I find it interesting because it's, it's very much a song where it's just like, I'm arguing with myself because there's no one else to argue with. And I feel that internally sometimes. But the song that will make me cry every single time, um, it's actually not by Linkin Park. It's by Four Years Strong. It's called One Step Closer. And oh. the song is about um, the lead singer. I think it's the lead singer or one of the band members' brother died in December. Um, and he talks about, like, the lyrics are literally, like, uh, every November it gets a little bit colder stuff like that and it's just a very touching song to me because my brother actually died in, on december 25th christmas oh wow. so that song hits me really hard uh every time i listen to it and no matter what just thinking about it starts making me tear up a little bit so oh i have a lot of songs that attachment to me because i listen to lyrics he set the bar really high i know well i listen to lyrics a lot I don't. I, 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 I do. What, what are you assuming? We don't listen to lyrics. Oh, I don't. He's well, right no, about me. No, I know he does. Yeah, he'd be right about me as well. Yeah, a lot of people just yeah. like jiving with the the rhythm and stuff like that. But since I like singing the songs too, I obviously got to learn the lyrics. Yeah. So I like listening oh, I, to them. Or, and I used to like writing a lot too. So I tried to find inspiration in other people's songs. Yeah. Uh, I should so. say it's not that I don't listen to lyrics in songs that have lyrics. It's just most of the time that's not why I want to listen to music. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't want to, like, read poetry, essentially. And I get that. Like, as of recently, I've been listening a lot of uh, it's a playlist on, on a Pandora called Pop Remixes. And it's literally just all clubhouse uh, or house oh, wow. music uh remixes of pop songs and it's literally just like the course over and over again with a sick beat and when i'm listening to that like sometimes i'll sing it if it's stuff that i i know the chorus to or i know the whole song and it's playing the whole song but at that point i'm just jiving with it to keep me awake when i'm driving to work in the morning or to like lift my spirits after work to like get me in a good mood before i get home so i i feel you on that but is there a particular song that you can think of joey that kind of like hits you um no so it's weird i don't really have any like mainstream music that like there's no song that i can like name like it's not like the same how like it is for you right there's a lot of like there's a lot of dance music <clears throat> that will elicit a like want to dance emotion into me like Carmel dancing? Like, uh, no, not not that one <laughs> so much. But more of like, like I want to go out and socialize and dance. This Whoa. this music makes me want to go out 
and see people and dance with people. It's the grind up on the chick music. Wow. No, no, wow. it's usually like funk <laughs> music and like <laughs> kind of disco music, right? Wow. You, gotta um, show, you, gotta, you gotta you gotta show me some of this. Music. Nah, he... Maybe you'll help me socialize. Oh. <laughs> um, yes. But then there's a lot of like uh, video game music that elicits a lot of strong emotions. Memories? No, not memories. Oh. Like because a lot of the time I'll listen to like a brand new song like i'll hear yeah. like a song in a trailer for a video game that i know nothing about oh, oh, and okay. it'll just like hit me right you know what i mean and i wouldn't even the way to describe that emotion i can't pinpoint it anywhere it's like literally just emotion yeah. like welling emotion okay um so and like, like obviously like orchestra music tends to be designed to do that Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But I was gonna say the uh, the intro, like the main menu music for Dark Souls Three, like gets me going every single time. Oh. Um, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna drop it into the into the Discord chat so you guys can listen to it if you want. Oh. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that song. It's, it's just it's... like you know, like choir, like. Mm -hmm you know oh, big it, it feels full type stuff. it just immersive yeah the monks chanting it's it's interesting to me that you state like game trailer stuff and whatnot like i know it's an actual song but mad world by gary jules whenever they oh, put that yeah. over uh the first gears of war uh oh, trailer good, good, good that was a ridiculously yeah. awesome like hit hard trailer i think honestly that's one of the mm -hmm. trailers that hit me the hardest it, out of every game and it's funny too that you bring that up because like that's a really good like that was a really good example of that where it was done right yeah but it created a really bad trend oh of, yeah like let's take this pop song and slow it down and make it all yeah. moody for oh. like video game and or yeah. Um, like in in a minor key, minor keys yeah. always get me. The mm -hmm. only two game series that I've ever seen in my life that do it well with pop music and put it towards oh. like something that they're using it is Borderlands and Gears of War. There's only two that oh. I can think of off the top of my head that do it well. Maybe Call of Duty. I'll give them a little bit of leeway, but for the most part, well, Call of Duty Borderlands. Is just shit. Borderlands just uses the pop song in the game, right? Yeah. So, yeah, was just a marketing like department where, you know, select the good songs, that kind of stuff that they're doing. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, like, those are the two where I sit there and I'm just like, oh, if I'm going to think of, like, a cool trailer that's going to get me involved. I, I don't know if the other Gears trailers hit me as hard, though. That one, for some reason, that will always be memorable to me. I remember when it dropped and I was like, holy crap, this game is going to be something different. And it was. It was wow. way different. Wee. So wow. they did an awesome job with that. But look at Epic now. <laughs> look at them yeah. now. Uh, God, feel so what old thinking about like talking about a, a a game that's over fifteen years old now. Back in my day. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh -huh. uh, so we got right. you, John. Let okay. me let me open up the floor to John. Go ahead. Oh 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 God. That's what John already said. I did. Oh, did you? I don't know. Did he? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what I said. John's um, answer was in the end by Lincoln Park because it. In the end. Oh no! Lab. Oh no! That wasn't really memories. It just 
it was more because songs more have you told us a story with, for no reason <laughs> more like well, scarred for life no, so you gave up, more... that's your answer you gave okay, up your okay. answer I'm just like... for the head <laughs> well you, you know chose what? the Perfect. angsty teenager song that everyone had <laughs> but in that's a lie john isn't emo oh awkward in the end is an emo song oh even it, more awkward it's <laughs> I don't know. That's an overstatement. I disagree with Garrick's statement. I will not be associated with it. I disagree to disagree. <laughs> Anyone that comments on hatred, that uh, will all be facilitated towards Garrick. I, I don't know. I mean, I it's, uh, it's, uh, music okay. is very subjective, PJ, so I'm sorry. Let's finish this topic out. Who's left? Uh, I believe it is I, Garrick. Um, so... Uh, based, like what are we what we talked about with like Mad World? Um, I want to say like it also depends on the rendition of the song. This might oh, not yeah. be my best song per se, but I'm gonna say Sound of Silence, but the dis uh disturbed version. That's that the is best a good version of it. It yeah. feels very emotional, but it's. But, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the Simon and Garfunkel one, it, it's powerful, but it doesn't hit as hard as it Dave's doesn't hit right. voice because his voice is just so he's a dick oh, bag, but oh. he's very soulful and he is very good at portraying like depth yeah. and pain. Um, But uh, I think my real answer would be a Billy Eyelash song called When the Party's answer. Over. Um, it's about uh, when the party is over. Um, it's but what? the biggest thing about the song, like the reason why, like "Sound of Silence" and "When the Party Is Over" gets me. It's like I said, it's obviously like the the song lyrics. If you boil it down, they're very like all these feel song are very similar. Similar. It could be about love. It could be about loss and stuff like that. But it's about to me personally how how it's portrayed, how it's sung, and how uh, the composition is. And that's why I would say, like, out of all, like, the Billy Eilish songs that I've listened to, When the Party Over is the best one because all, not only is it a great song, uh, but it's a very technical and difficult song done perfectly by Billy Eilish. Um, but it, so I'll combine that all together and, and that's the song that you'll probably hear me kind of like bumping up and listening to and just getting like those goosebumps from. Wow. That's my answer. Wow. Yeah. Cool stuff, folks. Cool stuff. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for our icebreaker question of the day. Right. And now we can move into some video game topics. Wow. Made events. Aw, ye. Starting us off here. Left 4 Dead 2. Wait a minute. Getting, that's an old game. I know, right? Getting an update huh? called The Last Stand. Wow. Uh, there's a official Left 4 Dead blog post on the subject that you can go check out. Okay. But the gist of it is uh, The Last Stand is a campaign created by the community for the community, and they're going to be releasing it officially uh, to the game. Oh, wow. so what you're saying is Valve is taking credit and not doing any effort and just saying, take this from the community to the community. 
Well, I mean, I don't know if they're taking I credit because they very clearly yeah. said created by the community. Yeah, true. It's uh, just like a backing type of thing. Like, oh, we're going to make this official because you guys. Yeah, because we're not doing passionate. it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, that, just ha- that just says that Left 4 Dead is still a beloved kind of series or game, I guess. Yeah, it's, there's no games that are like it that do it well. Like, I know that there, there's, uh, what's it called? Daisy, uh, is it? No, World War Z. No. Uh, World, World War Z. Z. So there's that, but I doubt that one has the same like feeling of Left 4 Dead. And then I know there's um, what's that other Alien one that they came out with last year? Uh, GTFO, I believe. Or is yeah, that... I think you're right. No, that's Which, what it is. That's that that's one... another one I want to play. Yeah, but I heard that one got trash canned. Like everyone was super hyped it, for it, and then it didn't do as well as it should have. Right, right. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, mean, I just think Left for Dead created that genre, and yeah. it it did it well. Um, it's classic. It's and, classic, but I don't see that genre going anywhere else. Like it's yeah. not. I'm not interested in like horror games. There was no more to explore with it. Yeah. Like I like. I like the rep- repeatability sometimes. It's just like mindless gaming. It's almost like, so uh, that generation of almost like just grinding and just doing a mission over and over again mm-hmm. uh, got taken over by uh, looter games like Destiny and stuff. It's pretty much the same. I bet those people migrated from Left 4 Dead to yeah. uh, Destiny like games. And no, I feel evolution. like looter games have been around way longer than that way way longer looter they have but i feel like it's the same kind of style where you just do the same thing over. it uses the same elements but looters are more about the the actual loot there's no loot yeah but the whole point is the whole point i'm getting trying to get to is that the same people that play left for dead are the same people that are like are are enjoy just doing mindless things of just uh, being familiar with the level and just doing it over and over again to meet that goal of either escaping from zombies or getting this next loot or or finishing this mission or something. It comes right. down to like proficiency and repetition, right? right. right. That's more like, or less so, like perfecting uh, stuff. I had a discussion with my friend the other day about um, like MMOs and and mechanics and stuff like that, and it's one of the things that I've never liked about raid mechanics is that they're so like reliant on everybody working together and if there's like what if there's a single point of failure anywhere everything's like ruined right Oof. whereas like in a game like Fantasy Star or Diablo for the most part you can go through the area and like do fine yeah. but the the proficiency comes in doing it faster doing it better knowing the tricks to like do it in a certain order so that you do it quicker and from a looting game perspective it's so that you can do runs quicker and you're actually killing more targets more quickly for faster loot drops for something for like left for dead it's just the satisfaction of being able to just steamroll through these campaigns Right, and just like yeah. having the group who is just like a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. who just everybody knows exactly how to play perfectly to just cut through the mobs and like barrel right through. What I and that's it, what keeps people playing. 
what I find interesting, actually, now that I think back at it, because this genre was, like, prevalent at the time it was created, if you think about it and you take out the horror aspect of Left 4 Dead, it follows the same trend as, like, Halo. Halo is essentially the same exact thing. You're on a rail system where you're going through groups of enemies. The only difference is Left 4 Dead was, like, bigger enemy groupings. So I well, and the, the, the pacing is different. Well, right? yeah, so but it's, it's the like, same. It's the same genre. It's a shooter on rails. Uh, like, I, I think rail shooter is is. I mean, it's the not a correct yeah, description of it. Yeah, it's not exactly. But I get what you're saying. It's a linear yeah. shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's a better. Way and to yeah, it. I would say that you're right in that sense. Except, Left 4 Dead has no like veneer of having a campaign or a story yeah. or anything, right? No. Where it's like, most shooters, like, we'll take uh, another shooter of Valve's, right? Half-Life, it's, str- like, strung together with um, either cutscenes or later through just, like, t- you know, dialogue segments with NPCs, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you are now no longer shooting. Like, we are now into a different kind of gameplay mechanic of chilling, as exposition happens. Whereas Left 4 Dead is just constant boom, 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 boom. Go, go, go. Get to the the safe house. Get to the safe house. The only time things slow down... little things of story. Like, at the very beginning of the game, you're just told, like, Rochelle was this character, and then Coach was this guy. It's told quickly and organically. Right. Right. And And you get get context about the characters through dialogue while you're playing. Not right. necessarily through a cutscene where, you know, what's his name sits down and is like, I'm gonna yeah. tell you all about what I did before the zombies. And it, that's that's interesting that you think about that because it's more of an organic storytelling through the characters' eyes and something you'd actually see in like in in real life. Like you're not gonna sit there and just be like, I mean, you'll sit there and you'll have conversations, but in the situation they're put into in the game more than likely it's just going to be them constantly running and talking as they go. Well, because uh, Valve understood what kind of game they were trying to make. They weren't trying to make a story-heavy kind of no, kind of game that was profiling shooter, yeah, yeah, that was profiling game. each character and, and their role in each. It's just like, oh, you're Survivor? Uh, let's, let's group together and let's get out of here, pretty much. Right. Yeah, no, I think they did a fabulous job with that, and I wish there was more organic storytelling like that. I really yeah. enjoy that type of gameplay. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, so it, it reminds me more of, like, Zombieland, where you're trying to survive on your own, and these people just running into each other, and then eventually they become a group just trying to survive. Yeah. I mean, that's most zombie stories are... Actually, all, pretty much all zombie stories are pretty much yeah, like that. It's true. like this group of people that wouldn't usually you know come together yeah are forced to kind of help From each different, other different different walks yeah. of life i don't know i'm down to play it let's play it again eh. yeah, I, just, oh, I have so a good. weird feeling that like there is a lighthouse map already involved in the game i don't oh, know wow. so there is a lighthouse map in left for dead one and oh uh, an like the red thread people it. pointed it out but it appears that like whatever this is is like much larger than just porting that map over from right. the Left 4 Dead one. It, like it we appears know, to be a much larger type of deal. 
apparently people are saying it's been like people have been working on it for months on official private servers okay um something like 27 developers or something like that wow damn that's pretty low people yeah I'm just stealing all this from people people making comments on Reddit, right? So, like, take it with a grain of salt. But, like, this is what people are saying. Yeah. So, it's all original, like, assets and stuff. Are they reusing stuff? I mean, the textures. They've got to be reusing the stuff. Yeah, they've got to be reusing stuff, presumably. Yeah, because otherwise it would look like a sore thumb uh, if they use, like, a background that was from Valve, and then they added a random asset from, like, a newer engine. Then it would be well, like, I mean, oh, not necessarily. No, they yeah. could make an asset in texture that engine and texture it appropriate to... Yeah, it's, it's just know. all about texturing, so it matches the, the old kind of style of art style. Um, I mean, they do that with mods all the time. You know, it's like Skyrim mods. You, you, you just have to match what the original um, art style was mm-hmm. to make it, you know, fit in. Fit, make it not yeah. stand out. And yeah, that's definitely like a problem with a lot of Skyrim mods. Is some of yeah, them just like, like you're like, what is going on here? This is yeah. this looks photorealistic compared to everything right. else in the game. Like it just doesn't fit. So I've I've much all and same thing with Fallout. Like the Fallout games have a bunch of like, you know, real world weapon mods, and they're all oh, like yeah. so clean looking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not it's not how stuff would look out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like appropriate to the environment. Nobody's running around with a crisp, like freshly made M4 out in the middle of the wasteland. It's not not gonna happen. Yep. So yeah, it's definitely when it comes to community stuff, like they have to try to make that stuff fit. Yeah. So it doesn't stand yeah, out. Well, that Valve is making it official. This community brought it official, right? I feel like Valve does that yeah. stuff. Though. Well, well, yeah, because they, they don't want to make games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a free stuff well, to make easier. our game popular again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, if you have a, a community of people who are willing to like do a bunch of work for <laughs> yeah. you, sure and like put out content mm-hmm. for your game that you're not for supporting me. anymore, are you going to tell them no? Well, like, I mean, if you're Nintendo, <laughs> right? But like <laughs> Nintendo, yeah. the thing about Nintendo is Nintendo refuses to like r- like rope them in. Right. Like, yeah. Like so, like. This, I think this is kind of not exactly the same because Sega did it a lot better, but Sega with Sonic Mania, where they were like, they saw a bunch of developers in the like mod scene making content for the like Genesis era Sonic games. Mm-hmm. And they, those like mods and stuff were what people were like into, right? People weren't into the Sonic games that Sega was making. So they were like, hey, you, people who make the mods that people like, just come and make a Sonic game for us. You just come and make the Sonic games now. And then you get Sonic Mania, which is, like, widely regarded to be the best Sonic game since, like, Sonic 3 or whatever. Nice. So, That's dope. It's pretty I think it's similar. But the difference here, right, is that, like, Leffer or Valve didn't say, "Hey, come in here. We're gonna put out a DLC and make you guys some money." It's just like it's a community effort project, and we're gonna work together and put it out for every like you know what I mean. Yeah. Left for Dead is dedicated server, not dedicated servers, but like yeah, personal yeah. servers, right? Like when you join someone's game, you're on their their like network, right? I'm not sure. 
Because if they have dedicated know. servers I, still I, for that, I'd uh, be impressed. I think well, it's host, right? Because it's only yeah, host, it host based. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say it's just the fact that they still give online support to games like that as. Yeah. Well, I think it's easier nice. instead of like a dedicated server. No, yeah, it's definitely easier. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of games uh, from other companies where they just like completely shut the online off. And yeah, yeah. Younger and games that, than yeah. Left 4 Dead. That's kind of the sad thing too. Is that like say what you will about dedicated servers, because like they are good. Like, don't get me wrong, dedicated servers are, like, yeah. better than having a host connection, right? Cause Especially when you got that friend just... that still has, like, dial-up. Yeah, but... Oh, my God. With the dedicated as as server... The, uh, the game's popular. Yeah, when the... When the company running the server decides that it's, like, no longer monetarily feasible to run the server anymore, it's just, like, boom, that game's dead, effectively. Right, because yeah. it's like now you have no option to um, matchmake with anybody. It's literally there's nothing to yeah, connect that's to, a sad right? Thing. And right. it's like it's stuff like 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 Destiny, right? What happens when the Destiny One server goes down? Did Destiny One just a dead game? Like, if you have a copy of Destiny One, is it just like unplayable because you like? load it yeah. up and try to boot it up and it's like hey there's no server to connect to yeah so there's gonna... no game to play so the old call of duties you can still and... play that's the interesting right. thing right yeah so because they're all because host servers they're host -based, but right. what's going to happen because now it's dedicated servers so what's going to happen to modern warfare in 10 15 years is it just modern gone? warfare has host-based servers as well on the, on the private uh match side of things okay sure. so it, it will still be able yeah. to be played privately just not oh, matchmaking so that's why yeah. it takes a while to load in to uh custom matches you can do dedicated servers um like you can there's like a private server option uh when you like start up a private match but i think by default it like has somebody host whoever's like hosting the match hosts i think the... i think what normally happens if the community is still big enough but the developer no longer supports it, they hand it off to uh, the community themselves to, like, give. they give them licenses to start their own uh, uh, dedicated server. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. die. It's just no longer supported by the developer server. Right, and that's usually how it goes down. Um, but, like clans you know, and stuff like for, that. So, like, one that I think of specifically, Chromehounds. It's oh, a yeah. game by Sega and FromSoft on the Xbox 360. It was Xbox 360 exclusive. There's, there's like, can't play it. That server there's no online. Completely dark, yeah. And it, it's, there's no PC version of the game to run any dedicated servers on. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you wanted to, like, connect to a dedicated server, or some, like a private server somehow through your Xbox, you'd probably need some kind of modded Xbox. So it's just, like, a big hassle, which means that, like, no private server group or anything would even start to rise out of it because it's too difficult of a thing yeah. to even get off the ground in the first place. FromSoft right? is no longer a thing, right? They're absolved. No, FromSoft makes the uh, Dark Souls games. Oh, I'm a derp. Wow. So what, I don't uh, understand why they haven't made uh, an, a Chromehounds reboot for like everything. Because because Dark Souls. Yeah, but but Chromehounds. That's the thing. <laughs> is like from FromSoft. Good reason. Was like all <laughs> yeah. over the place. 
for they like made a bunch of different games right they had like the kingsfield games that were fantasy rpgs like dark souls and they had the armored core series which was like their mecha series right and then demon souls comes out and then dark souls comes out and hits and then it's just like boom they make the dark souls games now they are the dark souls company yeah and um yeah i mean that was like what a decade ago and there hasn't been i don't i don't think there's been an armored core since then i could be wrong about that but i think it happened like like certainly they haven't said anything about compounds yeah well the person who who, was whoever owns the the original rights like microsoft probably owns partial rights to it why haven't they resuscitated no it's not sega would own the rights to it Oh, that's Probably. true. So th- yeah. th- then, why not? Sega has a bunch of subsidiaries that could work for them. Yeah, um, no, I just don't right. understand well, it. But I think I think it's one of those things where it's just like it's one of those niche games that didn't really take off in the first place. So it's like yeah, you had the not... cult following of like two hundred yeah. people that did it that played it. Uh, I feel like if FromSoft was likely to revive any. Like of if they were to revive one of their mecha franchises, it would probably be Armored Core, not Chromeounds. Because I think, Armored yeah, Core Chromeounds is the popular is too one. Pigeonholed into one specific type of genre, and it just it didn't even play well. It was just for some reason fun, but it was broken. We're talking about it played fantastic. Well, for the for its time and what it was, yeah. But you gotta think like how many of the guns and the in the game for the mechs just didn't do anything like there was definitely a lot of issues with the guns and the attachments and the, like the weight system there's a lot of glitches I don't, know. I don't know how much chrome ads you played but that game was probably not as much as you but it definitely it definitely had issues like i i can tell you well and the i don't know how much the multiplayer you played because the campaign was super janky and bad yeah um, but like a the lot of the mechanics was bad. like way more tightened up in the multiplayer, right? Because all all of those stats and stuff were held server side. I had to so, completely like, stop playing the campaign because my mech broke and like phased through the map, and then I got stuck in the campaign when I was like halfway through it, and it wouldn't let me reload it unless if I was like broken in the map. So I was just like, yeah, I guess I'm not gonna play that anymore. This is more like me. Yeah, I, uh. I accepted my fate. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's a good example of. You a, know what's a better example for huh. for me personally would be World in Conflict. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game, but it's an RTS. It's an RTS squad based game, um, and it came out uh. like into the two thousands. Um, but uh, so. There's still a tiny community, but what ha- what they did was like rewire the code so uh, the community can host servers from the community ran website or host as well, and you just have to do like start an account with the community website, and then now you can jump in and like the community is still active, be it very small, so. A lot of games are like that. Even the, I think the original Call of Duty had, like, the one in 2001 still has a, a decent player base, too. Damn. So it's kind of crazy. It, it, what's insane to me is you have all these people that are playing these humongous games, and then yet you still have big enough communities to be running these little servers. Like, 
just yeah. think how many it's, people it's are what they're it's world. what they know it's what they're used to so it's crazy it's yeah, familiar yeah. Well, we're, we we literally gone five strands away from the original topic once again. No, I brought it back. I brought it back. Don't worry. Uh, we'll see what this Dead update looks like. When it comes out, maybe we'll get a play. out of it. I'd be intrigued to try oh, that. Yeah, oh yes, yes. Pills we'll here. Uh, a, a ten pills here. We'll do okay. a, a ten part series. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> Moving on. Activision is reportedly suing a popular Call of Duty cheat <gasps> website. Wow. Oh wait, that's good. Isn't it cheatx.com cool. or something like? Don't that? give them credit, yeah. PJ. Yeah, oh. I don't know the exact name Why of the you... website, but hello. I saw that they made a post. I made up a random. Like, let me look this up and let me go ahead and buy their cheats Garrick. really quick. Thanks to PJ. Well, Garrick, are you assuming our v- viewers or listeners are cheaters, Garrick? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think our viewers are cheaters. Uh, it's an opportunity created by PJ now. <laughs> I, I mean, anyway. if there's a website out to them, good for them. Uh, the people hosting the cheats uh, removed all of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare-based cheats off of their site or Discord or whatever they're running it through. I'm not entirely ex- sure exactly. Um, and put out a statement saying that uh, basically Activision filed a lawsuit and uh, that they were going to not be providing any services for the Call of Duty products anymore and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and they took but, down all their YouTube videos that had, like, examples yeah. of what the cheats mm-hmm. do. Oh. Which, so, yeah, got copyright strikes. Okay. That's crazy. Uh, what do you guys think about this? New new tactics on the Finally. Yeah. And publishers Finally, they throw and... their dick on the table and say, it's, yeah, almost, oh been a, it's almost been a year. <laughs> It's well, almost it, been a year, and they haven't like thought of doing this. It's well, just it's weird like, to me that they'll pump eighty million dollars into advertising, but they they're afraid to throw mm-hmm. a million at a lawyer to go after a little company. Right. Well, and it's just like a difference in tactics, right? Because for yeah. a long time, the general tactic around trying to prevent cheating was to right? run anti-cheat. Right. Yeah, that fight run fight at the end user. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. at the end user level um, yeah but that works now, for other games it works for fortnite it works for battlefield no I've but it like doesn't fortnite really cheating cheating problems yeah that's the thing is like d- there's never really because there's always they're always like modifying it to get past the anti-cheat system so it's like a constant back and forth of like they'll put out a new update and like cheats will go away for a little while and then new cheats will come out and it'll be cheaty again for a while until they put out a new anti-cheat update yeah. Right, and it's just kind of like a wave of yeah. cheats for a while, not cheats. cheats yeah, it's always no fixing cheats. symptoms, not the actual. Problem. Yeah, it's and always evolving. It's like a, it's like a virus or did bacteria this instead or and said, you know what, like fuck you guys. We're Get done. it at the source. Right. Yeah, it's just like at this point, it's just like if you guys continue to do it, you can talk to my lawyer, and we're gonna see you for everything yeah. you got. Thank God. Like, I wonder if they have like a really strong case, though. It's like. Well, of course they do. What? They're destroying what? a community. Well, they're no. ruining a game. It's they're copyrighted. They're they're augmenting it is, something so that that's, they created. It is against TOS, the, but the they're worried about the, that cheating company is worried about the uh, the lawsuit cost, the cost of it. Cost, okay. True. 
so yeah, they're willing to settle and uh, cease and desist because but not the most important thing is how it sets a precedence these guys right. are standing down and there's other cheating websites that are doing the same thing so right i think people are getting scared well they, they better yeah because activision can keep them in court for years it doesn't matter they don't give a now, shit though. the thing about this though is this doesn't prevent cheats for smaller games and right. companies yeah. that have less money right yeah. so like yeah ea might be able to do this for like apex for example and you know PUBG might even be able to but yeah. like would uh fall guys be able to right? right like fall guys is like a big deal big thing right now but like for all intents and purposes they're like an indie company right. so mm -hmm. you know do does this potentially set a bad precedent for the shift in dealing with cheats being not to like try to create more sophisticated anti-cheat and just to like ba basically it's almost like a um i don't know how to describe it but it's like paying off the cheat companies not paying them off but scaring them with money right yeah, yeah but if they're losing not... a big portion of what the cheat like people were buying cheats for like call of duty is probably a good portion of like maybe right but some of their profits right now That's just, gonna take my a point is is it's not it's not protecting small the games guys. are going to be hurt because yeah. they don't have the money and to be the like, only the only solution to that is to actually set up like an organization or a coalition that involves like all like uh developers of all sizes so it protects the gaming community industry as a whole it, and it doesn't pick and well, choose maybe... uh, oh you have the money then you're you're good to go yeah but they would have to figure out what on what grounds they can like use that against if it's against if it's if it against court. the game's TOS then then that organization can help. It's almost like all these other like organizations in real life. Uh, the thing human about it, rights, though, animal rights situation. Terms of service a lot of the time is not valid in court. Yeah, that's why I was asking what legality like, they have. So realistically, what Activision all, would actually copyright? be banking on. So that what they would be banking on here is copyright. They would go in and say they are modifying our intellectual property without our permission, without licensing, right, or anything. Right. So, and but that's a legal battle that you have to go through, yeah, right. Yeah. And you have to go in and like prove that they're modifying your code that you intellectually that is your intellectual property, and it's just like indie companies don't have the money to go yeah. to court, and t so. Like, yeah, it's great for Call of Duty that they're able to do this, but it's not going to solve cheating problems in the long run. But also, you got to realize that it's good that these big games are stepping up to the plate because that's also proportion proportional to the profits that these cheating websites are receiving. So that's going to be a decent hit unless they're relatively diversified, which I bet they are. Yeah, and that's the thing, right, is that I'm sure that a lot of these cheats are pretty easy to diversify across different games. Mm -hmm. And for how... I don't know anything about the process of making these cheats, 
but I assume very little work goes into making a lot of money from these things. Right. Right. So like, yeah, they're going to be taking a monetary hit, like a pretty large monetary hit by losing all these Call of Duty cheats, but they're going to be totally fine still because they have all their other cheats. They got their Apex cheats, their PUBG cheats, their, you know, yeah, it's, it's about just making things a little more difficult and that removes a little bit more of the community that would be willing to put some effort into cheating it's it's like it's always this back and forth tug of war of like no one like you can't always win a hundred percent but you just gotta try different tactics like we opened with originally so yeah. i don't know what I think you're right in the sense that it is good that Activision is, uh, well, just like making a new tactic. Doing a a new tactic. I agree. Yeah, coming out with something different and and trying to deal with this problem with a different approach because uh, they haven't been able to take care of it. So Hopefully. I gave you guys my thoughts on how to help the indie games. How what would be your theory or solution to help fight cheaters for their those developers? I I agree a coalition of some sort like where like lawyers are at the ready. Right, but who's going to fund this coalition and why? It's it's, it's a buy-in. It's like it, a union. Yeah. It's, it's like anything. it's not even necessarily that. It's just literally like a unified group of people, or like like group equal of representation, right? And it, like it doesn't matter how big or small you are. There doesn't even need to be like any money involved. It's just like this is a list of people that back each other, and then if the there is legal action that needs to happen, then they do a small eh. pooling of like the funds in order to no i think legal fees are very expensive though yeah like a a membership would be better off per se yeah Um, but it's like whether they reach that membership and once again you're still gonna get under like you're still gonna find people that can't be involved with that because it's like yeah the membership i know thirty thousand you're gonna have all those people at least it'll include a little bit more people or developers so I mean, there's no perfect world to that. Yeah. Potentially, we could maybe an ideal outcome is if one of these companies actually like takes Activision to court, and then Activision wins their case and sets a precedent, and then basically at any point, any company can just be like, "Hey, they're making cheats," Mm -hmm. and then the federal government comes in and shuts them down. Right. Yeah. But that's not. That's not. a constitutional thing so it's a civil civil suit so it doesn't really apply to this well no it, it, you can use it as like yeah uh, i suppose you're right you can use it as precedent in the case yeah right. just what extra just weight through the case but I'd you can't like, just you can't just say oh this happened with the activision they won and the judge said oh well there's there it is uh well unless unless it fundamentally changes ip law about like modifying intellectual property and that could be for better or for worse right yeah that's true but yeah because then you can start going into like mods for games and exactly yeah that'd be a little scary because then you get all these like developers that have mods and it's just like oh well you can't do that because it's our our intellectual property and on top of that like 
then the game developers start getting a little too much power and can start arguing that it's like causing damages to their business. Well, modded modded games, those are allowed by the developers, right? Generally speaking, that's different. Well, no, because look at Dota wasn't it wasn't necessarily allowed by Blizzard, and look where they went. They went to Steam. So, like, no, not always. It just happens to be that way. And then look uh-huh. at Blizzard. They changed their TOS right afterwards to yeah. protect themselves. So then if this court case goes through, that gives Blizzard a stronger statement about their mods or the games that are modded off of their games. And then they can go after little people that are yeah. trying to do something that's just like, you know, something that they love, a, a passion project, not something that's hurting anybody. And they're just using assets from their game. Yeah. So Makes I don't sense. know. I agree with Joey. It's one hundred percent like a, a a thin line that you have to walk, and I'm I'm happy that Activision's doing it this way because it's obviously going to be the only way that they're going to fix the Call of Duty problem, I, or at least start fixing it. I doubt this is still going to even fix it. I think it's probably going to like reduce it drastically, but for how long? Well, and the other thing about it, right, is like in terms of using this tactic, it's only applicable to american-based companies doing these cheats right like possibly like like if there's like a a company that's making a bunch of cheats in china that's a whole nother hurdle that you have to Mm -hmm. go through to like file a lawsuit on them yeah kind of that's no, because, really interesting. Well, but isn't it an american it's since it's an american ip it would it would follow american law or no. like whatever mm-hmm. law person that they're in the quote-unquote crime or whatever isn't on american soil well they can just block couldn't they block ips from that area yeah you, it's, a, it's just, hard it's, yeah. it gets really complicated once you go international like yeah. you try to fight copyright because every every country has their own copyright uh, laws so um so then that's the that's the next step that we're probably going to run into you're going to see all these cheap companies that are starting to like export like use i don't know vpns to well they uh, probably they probably do have like i bet a lot of these cheating companies have um are are international are not in the u.s per se probably not uh but for the most part it like it would be just another cease and desist and now they can't do their business in the u.s but they can still do it everywhere else so because they unless they would have to like do it in every country is i think what i'm trying to get to like what the like metrics are as far as like where cheaters are from like, are we yeah. seeing a, a, a large percentage from the United States, or are they from other countries as well? I think it's proportional it... to the uh, number of players in each country. Well, yeah. I, th- I just yeah. think it's like the graphs on pretty it. Pretty much equally in the games. Yeah. And with it, VPNs, that'd be hard to track anyway. Yeah. Right. I think that's this could be another topic for conversation, but I don't know if we want to tackle it now, but I just want to try to understand why people would like to cheat in like a multiplayer game when it's kind of like it's defeating it feels good to win right they're bored yeah they're either bored or they just want to win and they don't but it's meaningless to what well it feels good to stomp all over people Mm -hmm. yeah 
it's just like it's, it's fun and same... funny and you get to think about how mad they are it's silly it's, fun and, it's and we talked about this you like did you ever use a modded controller on the old games like in no old game i was too lazy to incorporate that it's but if you like, if you've ever just picked up a modded controller in general, and that would like do burst I fire or, or whatever, on just, on on a like uh, more like like lower end scale, have you ever like a new update comes out and there's an, uh, a attachment for a gun that's just straight up broken, or like yeah. something like that, and like you get in and you use it, and you're having so much fun because it's so broken and like, stupid, like the key you're just so destroying people are... with it. Uh, like the master key for the FAMAS in Call of Duty, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to use it, and I wanted to avoid Warzone until it was ready to go. It was not my mentality to kind of embrace that. Right. So for other people, they enjoy that power fantasy of just stepping into the lobby and yeah. destroying people. And they don't care whether or not they're cheating or doing it. or like They don't care if they're cheating to do it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, all they care about is winning and, like, beating other people. Yeah. I don't know. No yeah, I guess it's and to each if their they own. Want, and I'm sure in their heads, their logic is if they wanted to beat me, they would also run cheats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... Wouldn't it be the same mentality of, like, a bully bullying on a small... Like, why not fight a person your own size? Because you can't win. It's much funner to pick on someone smaller. Than but the cool thing like is that... that hackers aren't always infallible there are plenty of instances where they have been defeated well, it doesn't by change their situational awareness or their ability yeah because they suck All it does is it helps their aim they actually do suck but like that that's also like to talk about this more we did mention this early, uh several weeks ago that like there are people that are that get off on this so much that they're willing to spend so much mm-hmm. money to rig yeah. out like their computer with new hardware, well, new cheating licenses. Unfortunately, it's crazy to think that like, you have just, people that can barely pay the yeah, bills, but you get those people that have sense. thousands of thousands of disposable income per week and can just be like, I don't give a shit. I, I just built a $4,000 computer. I'll just build another one if they ban me. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Or they it. don't have it, and that's the only thing they're spending their money on. You know, it's like... That too. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. and that, like, to an extent, that argument's even sadder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, But I'm happy yeah. that they're doing something. It, it We'll see probably in the next couple months how it's going to affect everything. I, I everything. definitely agree with a lot of youtubers and twitch streamers that the amount of cheaters has been going down so yeah i'm just glad we don't experience it because our mmr isn't as good as these players that we watch on youtube we're a middle ground (laughs) that's the thing that's nice for us yeah is because you're either going to see it in the really crappy areas when you're first playing against like yeah everyone that's new or like the people that are like on the bad yeah. end of the spectrum or you're going to be playing against the in the high end yeah they're so. skipping a few tiers because they're showing up like with their newer accounts and in, in the lower right. tiers and just like wait a minute you're not supposed to be here let's put you in there with all these other pros right so the other night i it took me like four minutes to get a quick play match oh I couldn't even get into a solo queue 
uh, Kingslayer trios. Oh wow! I just sat in matchmaking forever. That's funny because like, they they the two of them keep asking me why are you just sitting in the menus? I'm like, oh well, Joey does that sometimes, but you're probably just sitting there waiting for a match. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I do sit in the menu a lot of the time. Just yeah, leave my characters in the menu. Oh, is yeah. that especially but, with the glitch? No. right now with the the friends don't say the actual friend's name. Oh, I yeah. joined your game a couple times. I'm like, wait, what? Well, I'm in Joey's game now. You're just like yeah. there. AFK. But yeah, I've noticed that like matchmaking times are starting to get ridiculous Uh-oh. for me. And I think it, I assume well, you it's have a because 4.0 of my KDA. Like not yeah. not quite, but well, yeah, like I'm in the top like two percent KDR. Right. But, so they have no one to match you with. They're like this kid. Yeah. There's like ten so, other yeah, people. Like I, I needed to get a, a game of like hard point. So I like quick play match queued for hard point. It took me like four minutes and thirty seconds to get into a match, and I had a bunch of like foreign players with like 150 ping. Yeah, you get people that play with crab hands and or crab claw and like fucking best PC players. No, I'm getting PC players with mouse and keyboard. Like like nowadays, like seventy percent of my lobby is PC players. Right, but I like I was saying, like I guarantee that you're getting the people that do the the crab claw like on the right stick and everything like that, and that fucking. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) So for precise movements, huh? You really don't need to claw the controller anymore for Call of Duty because they have alternate control schemes that make it so you don't need to do that. Right, but there's still people that do it. it it's like, okay, so John, to give you a context of it, the so your right hand's pretty much holding a controller like normal. Some people will do the, the claw on both sticks, but it's for more precise uh, movements. You, you pinch it with your index finger and your thumb and then use your other finger. So like you'll use your... your uh, middle finger to do like flashbangs and whatnot and then you're using your ring fingers instead to shoot with and then some people will use like their their middle finger on their right hand to press the face buttons and stuff it just makes for more precise movements and then like uh, you're not relying on your thumb to do everything on the right side you have more fingers on more sticks, so you can manipulate more things at once right like three dead fingers that do nothing Basically, so, if you have arthritis, you can't do it. Okay. I wouldn't recommend The it, main no. example for me being that. in Dark Souls and, like, all the FromSoft games, you sprint with the circle button, right? So that means that, like, when I'm playing those games, I'm always clawing the controller because I have to have an index finger up on the circle button and my thumb on the stick to, like, move the uh, camera. Right. There, Sure, there are people who don't do that there are definitely people who just run around holding circle and then manipulate the stick when they feel they need to manipulate the stick but huh. i much prefer being able to like freely move the stick around while i'm in mid sprint and also be able to attack things at the same time so it just gives you like more control right quicker faster control quicker yes but again, like I said, you don't really need to do that for Call of Duty anymore. The only time I ever no. saw the controller in Call of Duty is to throw a flashbang because I have it set oh, to wow. X. Um, or, you know, to like bring out my tactical. But, yeah. Um, I naturally. No, b- before you would claw the controller to jump, but you don't need to do that anymore because you can just set jump to uh, L1. Right. Yeah. And I naturally claw my keyboard and mouse anyway. So. Yes, same here. The claw. 
Anywho. Okay, let's move on. More NFL. Madden NFL 21. Oh, oh yeah, football. Such, such, a, such a great game, isn't Hooray. it? Hooray. Our the favorite. Worst reviewed game oh. on Metacritic. Nice. Wow. Nice. Of course, this is like, Classic. like user reviews. Uh-huh. But it, wait, why is it 2021? Oh, just number 21. What? No, no it's it's it comes out the year that. before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awkward. Because the, the football for... season is the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. So, Jeez. which like they get the rosters thing, right? and release the game. Uh, basically. I don't, uh, I don't know sports and I know that. What was it? Like a while ago, they released, like, I want to say, like, Madden. Oh, what was it? I don't remember exactly which one was it was. It might have been Madden 15. But they released it as Madden 25 because it was the 25th anniversary of the series. So when they actually hit Madden 25, that's going to be Madden 30. <laughs> so we're going to go from Madden 24 to Madden 30 and then back to Madden 26. Whoops. Big dumb. Oh, man. They didn't think that went ahead. No, not at all. Jeez. Or maybe they did, and they're just like the 30th anniversary edition. Oh, yeah. It's stupid. They're dumb. Shareholders are stupid. Uh, classic shame. We have to capitalize on the anniversary. <laughs> I don't know. This is. I'm not anyway, sports game. Okay. This. I knew it was going to be a sports is... game. That would be the worst. That's all I well, can say. Well, it's EA, though. So. So the Madden series has been on, like, a decline for a decade. At oh, thank point, God. Pretty much. Right? Because. And it. For the most part, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people feel the same, stems purely from the fact that they are the only holders of the NFL license. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I have heard people, I've talked to people who buy these games every year personally, because I have a lot of friends who do. Oh, jeez. And people, I've seen people tell stories about them talking oh. to their friends about the why they friends, buy these then. games every year. And it always comes back to they want to play with the new roster with like all the new players on the teams that they're supposed to be on and whatever. Right. right? And because that's the only metric of quality that they need met, it means it's the only metric of quality. EA has to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm surprised EA hasn't somehow spun like a, like a, a battle pass, like a, football pass where you uh, pay 50 yeah. bucks for your favorite NFL player in his jersey jersey pack. Well, yeah. I mean, they start with one team, team only. <laughs> they have that in Ultimate Team. Right? Okay. So if you play Ultimate Team, it's like you're buying packs because you want to get your player of the week oh, whoever, geez. right? So, okay, they've already thought of Honestly, the, because there's no innovation, they should have went with VR a long time ago. Yeah. VR? But why? Why? Why not? To. Just get a pad or something and then just tackle that, the pad. How does, that, how does that make EA more money, Garrick? Makes them feel like they're a one with their player now. <laughs> no, no, it he's talking make, about it doesn't EA. Doesn't make EA more money. EA doesn't do it. Doesn't do shit for EA to do anything. I That's don't the same know. Same thing as the Game Freak games for Pokemon. I now. feel it like innovation is innovate. important. It well, is not for EA, but yeah. not for the company only. that's getting innovation. the money. Innovation is only important if, if it's you have a... competition. Yeah, you just there's said no it's... reason to innovate if there's no you just competition. Said the whole franchise is declining. 
-hmm. You don't need competition. They're only the only competition is yourself if you're not innovating. But so people are still buying these games. People are still buying them. That's the thing. They're right? making they're still making decline. more they're, money they're, by doing nothing than trying yes, to do something and they failing. Can, they can actively put less and less money every year into the, the development of these games and make more and more money in profit. Right. Because people will still buy them. I'm anyway. telling you. VR. No, well, and, <laughs> and that that's a good point, and that is a good thing from the consumer's viewpoint. It doesn't matter if their sales go down by a hundred. Let's just say a hundred million. I don't. I don't think it's that much. <gasps> that's way too high. Let's just say it goes down by saying? a million each year, right? <gasps> Even if that's it goes down by a million each year, they're still making like however many million on each Madden game versus putting in i don't know 10 million dollars into research on how to do a vr version of it and then possibly that flopping or being horrible well, and then breaking think about even. think about this th are they gonna wait until they hit that break even point yeah if probably. so then th then they'll yeah, be there will be no more space <laughs> yeah, for innovation exactly. unless ea is willing to like inject more funds because this has been going on for way too long. It'll be too late. <laughs> That's not what they're thinking though. They're thinking, oh, yeah. next year we make twenty million for doing nothing by but copying, pasting, and changing names. We release the same game again, but we just change the names of all the players and all the right. teams, and we made the same money that we made last year without actually spending any money. Right. Exactly. It's just like why. They, there's no reason for them to whatsoever. Uh, so the so what we're basically getting to is stop supporting this yes. game. This pretty much. That's pretty the thing. Much. Is like, and that, and support happen. support the new yet. support the new two K games that are coming out, not sponsored. Right. <laughs> because we need Madden to change their ways and include VR. Wait. Look. Oh, wait. Let's go. The funny. How so how the funny do thing you about do that. VR? So John, don't so ask questions. Want, We're not John, the game developers, okay? John, I want you to go look up gameplay footage of ESPN Football 2K5 and watch some of that first-person football action, oh, baby. First person. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wow. But I want 2K to... games had first-person uh, football right. in them. And but I, I want to... Because none of us and... play Madden games. I want you to ask your Madden friends. Ask them. If there's a VR version where you have to stand up from your couch and play a football game, would you play game, it? Would you? Because yes. <laughs> I guarantee you, most people playing Madden, the game, aren't the types that want to go outside. They're, and they're and the stand couch up play. players. They're yeah. the ones that yell at the at the TV exactly. for the player like, doing the wrong thing that they could have seen yeah. a long time exactly. ago because I mean, I the be announcer said it to them. Yeah, I might be wrong, but it's like I feel like that's not the audience for Madden games. I yeah. just, I don't I, know. I, I don't know imagine. if you guys are. I don't know if you got this, but I was joking this whole time. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I imagine VR football game could be really cool. Yeah, it could. I, agree. I don't think that mattered audience. I'm bored with it, but I just I find it funny because I imagine the guy that's sitting there eating like has like ten beer guts and then he's eating a like a thing of nachos and then the guy fumbles and he's like, "What's this fat bitch doing on the field? Get him off of here!" And it's just like, "Wow, really? Your commentary." That perception of Madden players is not entirely founded. Yeah. Most of the like hardcore Madden players that I know are like gym rats. Yeah. Well, also like, I think they they it's... work out a bunch, they go and run and stuff, and then they go home and play the. No, but game. that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the game players. I'm talking about the people that watch the sport. 
too. Oh yeah, that's different. That's Pull like 100 percent. That then it's yeah. like ten beers on the side of them. Half of them are knocked over on the floor. Child's crying in the other room, and they're sitting there eating nachos, yelling at the TV. <laughs> beer, sorry, me. Have, yeah. beer me, <laughs> beer me. Yeah, I just, I sorry, I have a, a negative perception of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I trust me, I've, I've been in the groups that listen or that watch that stuff, and I've been at Super Bowl parties. That's not 100 percent true for everybody. That's just my funny version of like what I think of when someone says, oh, NFL party. <laughs> Man, one of my favorite SNL skits is the one with Kristen Stewart. Uh-huh. Uh, the Totino's roll one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we yes. talked about that. That's, that's uh, a good one. Classic. It's a good one. But yeah, but like those types of dudes, right? Yeah. yeah. Babe, uh, bring some more Totino's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... What what else is this, John? Because I saw you out of this Sims Four Star Wars. Oh, pack. since we're you know it's it's EA and we're we're still you know, we're on the EA bad train, um, which rightfully so. Uh, Sims Four or EA released the trailer for their new Sims Four uh, game content pack? content. Wow, yeah, I guess. I so buy that. And, and it's it's a Star Wars theme one, and it's pretty much a glorified advertisement for Disney's uh, Batu Star Wars Land. Wow, and uh, it's just all the fans are all the yeah all the fans are pissed off because again they've been asking for you know like stuff like cars like new babies baby like activities and stuff like that and like just pretty much more base game what, what more been in the real base... life stuff yeah exactly it's more a life sim, sim stuff <laughs> life sim yeah. so they did the and, exact and, opposite yeah and EA was like, oh. just like no they want they want Star Wars so. Yeah, I so thought so Star Wars makes everyone money based on like Battlefront and all yeah. that. Well, it's, I it's have whole... seen, I have seen a little bit of like excitement around the potential to make like more like cyberpunk and yeah. future esque like stuff or Baby Yoda. Yeah. But for cool. the most part, well, Baby Yoda's already been there for a long time. Oh, um, yeah, but no. for the most part. Nobody's really excited about the like actual like Star Wars content yeah. in terms of like stormtroopers or like so it's just the, the idea, from the, movie. Like, the, the like look of it more so than that. People are like, people brand. are excited for the furniture and stuff like that. Yeah, like for the potential to make other stuff to make sci-fi related stuff. Yeah, but I think for the most yeah. part, in terms of like the Star Wars content, nobody really cares. Yeah, people aren't really excited for that. Yeah. Because you have stuff that I mean, they haven't done yet. They haven't done like again. It's like a lot of people want that like a, a mm-hmm. much um uh what's the uh... go on. <laughs> I mean, there's it's so just, many things like about stuff. The Sim. Yeah, it's just like there's so many things about yeah. Sim Four that is like a backtrack. Mm-hmm. In, oh yeah, yeah Sim like, Three was really good. And I, this goes back to EA, I suppose, in terms of like not having competition, right? Yeah. Like, what it's... other game is there like The Sims? There isn't right. one, right? So, no. like, every single Sims game since, I would say, The Sims 2 has gotten a little bit worse mm-hmm. and has had, like, less content that they then, like, partition out and sell to you in packs later. Yeah. yeah. And, just it feels... it. and they haven't even got to, like, the old packs they've already done in the past games yet. And they're, now they're, like, putting out random Star Wars stuff and, like, it's yeah. like people haven't even caught up yet. That game, that game. If you probably add up all the packs, it's probably well over two hundred bucks. Oh, it's a couple it's hundred more, dollars, like yeah, few hundred dollars. Someone, I, I saw somewhere. It's like in the four hundred range. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. It has it's like, like who would do that? 
Like, even, uh, like, Epic, like, said, the whole, whole game is clunky, but not, like, to, 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 uh, compound that, the DLC is usually clunky, too. It's, like, they don't even care to, like, debug or patch it or anything. It's just, like, oh, well, it seems to work. Let's just go it's and put a price tag on it. It's as Madden. Yeah, People are yeah. still gonna buy it, so why fix it? Well, yeah, that's, that's the, EA's... that's the thing. It, it it has to be the it has to be the gamers sooner like I hopefully sooner or later people will realize that this game yeah but EA's, EA's main consumer base is too casual or a lot of it is I, I don't want to say main consumer base but a good portion of it is too casual like Madden players or yeah I'll say like casual Sims gamers in, in, yeah, Sim Madden players or casual gamers yeah. like so once again. Their motto is probably like it's broken. Eh, fuck it. Who cares? People yeah. still buy. No, it's, people like, still buy it. Do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. In terms of Madden, I think the only reason people are really upset about it is because it's particularly buggy, and like has a lot of janky animations and stuff. How does this copy year? and paste ruin stuff? I don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? Um, same fucking. If code. they had, if they had put out a Madden twenty, that extra beat of sweat that oh, works. It's pretty. It probably it probably would have been, you know, relatively 80s, well received. 90s. Yeah, yeah, maybe not that high, but you know, like 70, 75. It's whatever the average rating is. You know, for the people would be like, "Yeah, we missed some of the features from the older games, but it technically works." Wait, they took out features. They're taking out features oh, and charging. Oh, yeah, they always they do that. They've actively been taking out features for like pretty much like a decade yeah why the fuck are people people wait they'll like the remove fuck features up, and please. then put new features in and then they'll like they'll like take a feature out and bring oh the old feature God. back and like reintroduce it like it's a I big hate deal that. oh I hate but if you're, it's out, bad. There, if you're it, out there the sports listening, games are in a bad state yeah please if you're out there listening and you plan on buying <laughs> nfl next year do not if you're planning on buying this one do not i'm actively this is a call to arms. <laughs> Do not continue buying these. You're hurting and yourself. Stop. You're hurting your family. You're hurting the children <laughs> next door. Yeah. Please. Oh, think, of the the of think of the for children. For the love of God. Just think skip of their gaming future. Year. Do you want to live? In, do you want to have your future children live in this state of gaming? It's, it's, you know it's needs terrible. To if every American... Out. Just doesn't buy Madden next year. It will hurt EA enough to make them think about their actions. So please stop do buying not... Sims game or EA games. No, I wouldn't go that far. No, but you know what actually Madden. needs to happen. Studio oh. needs to make a really, really good uh, football simulation game. Put it out on PC, Ooh. and then people can just mod in the teams. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Same thing. How about Boom, Sims? Same thing. Uh. I, don't know about the... no one gives I, I, I actually want a good Sims game. Oh yeah, no, I've been wanting yeah. a Sims game. It's very relaxing. Yeah. Just to live, yeah. live my, live someone else's life yeah, exactly. without so having to live. me leave my chair. Exactly. It'd be cool to be able to like have a server with your friends that is like an open world city. You know what I mean? Right. But they don't really have that in the Sims Four anymore. Oh, Sims? Like everything in Sims 4 is like partitioned off into their own yeah. like cells. Whereas yep. like the old game was totally like an open map. Well, three at least. Three at least, yeah. Um, and That's like you you would watch your character like go to work and work with yeah. an actual location that they went to, and like in Sims 4, 
when your character goes to work, they just go to work. Yeah. They just like leave your house and you're sitting there looking at your house. And you're like, all right, I guess I'm once just... again because yeah. they can. I mean, I was going to try it because I've tried all the Sims. I was going to try Sims 4 until I heard that, yeah, it's not an open world where you can just see your Sims go. So, yeah. yeah. If, if somebody asked me to, if they were like, hey, I'm thinking like into the Sims, I'd be cool. Get Sims 3. Yeah. Yeah. Like, much. it's older and better, and yeah. you can probably get all the content for cheaper because it's not the new oh, yeah. one. Like, honestly, if Sims 5 comes out with loading screens just to go to town, then, like, seriously, game developers, please, please help us out and make Jeez, it different. Game developers. Sims I, game. Yeah, man. There's things that, like, there's things about the Sims series that I think they really... Like... And I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying... Maybe they totally have these things and I, just because I haven't played The Sims in a long time and haven't really, in like done stuff with sims 4 that much i'm not seeing them but i remember like i don't know if you guys remember the herbs it was a sims game that they made for like consoles, oh yeah, yeah yeah right but it had the like animal crossing vibes of like i remember all of my friends all made characters mm-hmm. and like we lived in the same apartment and like we you know you we would play it like different times but like we all played on the same map or whatever, right? Huh, so weird. it was like we were interacting together on it. Whereas like because of the partitioned off nature of everything in Sims 4, it just feels like you make things and then you're like, hey, look at my thing that I made. Yeah. Rather than being like an organic lived in type of thing like Minecraft, for instance. And I would really like right. to see them go in a direction with the Sims where it becomes a more Minecraft esque esque experience where you have like a server that you run with your friends that's like a little city and like you know you buy lots and build houses on it and there's like real estate and you know i don't know just like something something else yeah innovate with sims that's not gonna happen joey i know right yeah all right moving on uh this is a short one i just wanted to bring it up uh i don't remember this must have been what uh the games it's something that jack keely did i don't remember the name of it oh wow <clears throat> opening night live or something like that uh, was that oh. when this was shown i don't remember anyway i think it's 12 only minutes. 12 minutes long i know right uh 12 minutes is a interactive uh like narrative time loop based game uh oh, wow. that they had a trailer for with a cast wow. reveal and there were some big names on that cast wow. reveal. What, what are they, Joey? Like James McAvoy. Uh-huh. What? Maybe uh, Daisy Ridley. <gasps> and I don't know, Willem Dafoe. Maybe you've heard of oh, him. Oh, wow. What a star-studded cast. I know. For a video game? Whoa. I mean, not, just a vi- not just a video game, but uh-huh. an indie video <gasps> game. An indie video oh, game. Course, what? To be fair, it is being published by Annapurna, who... Oh, must who? Like that. Is that? Bless uh, you. Annapurna is a uh, publishing company. They put out a lot of, like, <laughs> indie movies um, that get a lot of... They put out games, too. Okay. But um, I... Let me, let me look if I can find their, like, catalog of movies. But... Um, People like their movies. A lot of um, actors like to be in their movies mm-hmm. because they're kind of more artsy. 
You know what I mean? They're they're not as like uh, mainstream, right. if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, oh, you go. Uh, Sorry to bother uh, you. This movie they made. Wait, what was that? Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Edith Finch. Oh. Yeah, it's a game they published. That's yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interactive. Are, are, are we talking about just what they develop, or? Yeah, I was yeah talking about movies and. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I I was looking at the list that they published. And I was doing bad searching, so it was taking me forever to get oh, to things. Really? But like, they've published movies like Zero Dark Thirty. Oh <gasps> wow! Uh, American like Hustle. Oh, Foxcatcher. Okay, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of big kind of. Oh, not um, bad. Like indie, kind of indie, not indie. Yeah, they're indie, I guess. Well, not really. They're well, they're well diverse in different uh, entertainment industries. Vice. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's done a lot of stuff. Not bad. Okay. Um. So this is ba- So this game basically went through exactly what a film goes through using the same workflow of a film festival, getting discovered, and then getting picked up and being distributed. In that same fashion, which is really interesting. I've never seen that method been done before for for games. Although I would say the difference in the medium there creates a situation where the the piece of art evolves over time as it moves yeah. through that system, right? So, like a lot of the time, a movie that's shown at a film festival or whatever, what ends up being shown to like mainstream audiences when it goes all the way through the cycle is what was shown at the film festival. Yeah. Whereas here, we've had ten or five years of development on the game to the point where what we're going to get at the end of the day is going to have a completely different cast of actors. Yeah. But also, it depends. Like, if we're going in the route of how films are put together, um, it like these actors are given a treatment and a script or something. And if it piques their interest, then they'll jump on board because these are big name actors. So they're like, sure. if they don't like it, then they'll decline. Yeah, you can think of like the demo build of the game is almost like a script yeah. that you pitch to people before you get them on the main project to like develop the main thing. Yeah, I mean they probably anyway. have like really interesting like treatment and stuff like that that will or even. A script that they can read, the, the actors can read to kind of catch their attention. Yup. So, I'm very curious to see this game now. Me too. Mm-hmm. To I wonder what, if it's, a, it's exactly. T- oh, go on, John. Yeah. Oh, it's like it's like a drama, isn't it? It's a kind of a. Yeah. It's like an interactive, interactive thriller. Thriller, like you're a couple, it, like you're time loop thriller. Time loop. Thriller. Yeah. So, slash the, like puzzle game, I would guess, because you would yeah. have to figure out the right combination of actions. To right. I don't know if it's the, right the same outcome. plot, but the base, like the gist of the plot in like the demos that they showed like five years ago, was that there was like a fake cop who was coming to your apartment and was going to kill you and your girlfriend oh, no. or wife or whatever. Wow. Yeah. And the and the time loop is you having to figure out how to stop that from happening. Yeah. So it's like you die and then you start back again <laughs> at the like beginning twelve minutes and you have twelve minutes to figure out how to like 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is off topic, but this uh, with William Defoe narrating, it just reminds me of uh, Mr. Bean's Holiday because of his for like see how do you get an actor like that to do mr bean and how do you get an actor like that to do oh it's like like they have different tastes and like they choose to do this for like for their own like you you'll never really understand why actors choose certain projects it's just weird but if you guys haven't seen mr bean's holiday then you'll understand why i just said that but you have to watch it first who who here has watched Mr. Bean's Holiday? Which one's that one? Nope. It's the it's the uh it's the one where Mr. Bean goes on holiday. Mm, okay, get this. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's the it's the movie version of okay, uh, of the TV show. Oh, okay. I only and you know guys Mr. are Bean uncultured. And I've seen yeah. just like glimpses yeah. of it. I'm pretty sure I probably have watched that movie. Isn't that the one where like? He's a fake spy or like something like that, or he goes to like uh, an island no. or something. No, the one with uh, no, that's, that's a, a different one. Okay, but there was a yeah, there was a movie with Mr. Bean, uh, Ronan. I forget his first name, but as a spy. Okay, so I have seen one oh, of the movies. Right I just have not seen that particular one. Nice. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Go check out the trailer for 12 minutes if you haven't. It's interesting. And we'll see the game when it comes out. Mm -hmm. Wow. Was it exactly 12 minutes that we talked about this, PJ? No. I hope so. Oh. No. You guys missed that. Oh. We could have gone longer. Okay. Well, if if we want to go longer. No. I don't want to go longer. (laughs) Oh, we only talked about it for nine minutes. Oh. We only needed two more minutes, guys. Oh, sorry. Here, let me fix that. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) What's next? Uh, you guys played a little game called Among Us. Wow! That was all just a bunch of backstabbers. Mm-hmm. Death. I'm talking to you, Death. <laughs> I didn't do it. I watched that clip many times. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, what you don't realize is that he was doing that for all the rounds. You know, he when he, even, caught, he wasn't the murderer. <laughs> okay, I know nothing about this game. Explain. Oh it yeah, to describe, me. describe. Go on, PJ. Huh? Oh. Okay. I'll, uh, okay. There's oh, one ahead. saboteur, or two, or depending two, on how many you three. choose. Yeah, you can up it, uh, and you get up to ten players, and everybody has tasks to do. The saboteurs only have the tasks to like so kill cool. everybody. Uh, they can go around the ship and like set up traps, basically, where like they they mess with the air vent system and if the air runs out then you the other team automatically loses the only way that the enemy team can win is by killing like it's basically they vote off people like so everybody has a chance to press the button in the like main cafeteria room and then everyone or report dead bodies or report dead bodies and then everyone gets to vote for a like who they think the saboteur might be and if they vote incorrectly, an innocent person just gets shot out of the vent. If they vote correctly, that person, the, the saboteur, is it, like dead. It's and but they have to find everybody. That's the saboteur. And then it's basically the genre is uh, deception. It's right, murder, murder mystery deception. Yeah, murder mystery game. So and then the alternate way to win for that team is if they finish all their tasks and the tasks are like clean out the ear vents and go like. Uh, go check files and download. It's really simple yeah. stuff. It's just like everybody has Very to finish simple. it. 
So if seven yeah. people or if there's eight people that aren't saboteurs and they all don't finish it, then you're waiting on that one person that kept happening, like someone zoned out, or they would die and walk away from the computer. And you can still do stuff while you're dead. Like, you can still finish your task. So it's like, it's a lot of teamwork for the eight people and the saboteurs, too, I guess. I don't know. It was, it's an interesting oh. game. I, not my type, but and it's cool. Wait, game, the oh. setting is like space? It is space. Yeah, yeah it's space. You have okay. a little helmet. Space See, space. I heard about a game, I don't know the name of it, but it sounds like very similar to this game. But I want to say it's set in like a frigid, icy wasteland. I'm sure, that, yeah, there's a lot of games in this genre, but right. like what I was going to say is that for some reason, this this game was released in 2018, but for some reason, it's gaining a bunch of traction again. It's probably because Push watch- the Button mm, came out. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like version of Push the Button. I feel like just big name um, streamers all of a sudden picked it up for some reason and everybody started catching on because I started watching gameplay like a week or two ago of like these these streamers or these yeah these content creators from like uh, from the UK or something. I don't know. I find it weird. I caught on. I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, Jackbox 6 came out and what was it? may june or july like beginning of summer and then all of a sudden at the not end that of summer, early right i could have sworn we played it it came out while we were on stream like when we first started streaming and then uh yeah like yeah like uh oh yeah i guess and then all sure. of a sudden this game started gaining traction at the like end of summer like a couple months later like people started looking up games that were similar to push the button probably yeah and then they're just like oh this game's similar but has more to it and then boom you got yeah playing it well that's a great point because push the button isn't like necessarily about like um like the actions you take it's about like just trying to survive the end pretty much it's not like as interactive as yeah. Like going out and trying to sabotage or kill somebody, you like you're at the whim of just eking by and making sure you don't you don't get thrown out the airlock. Right, or push the button. It's a much more simplified, like, uh, mobile friendly party game friendly version it, of it. Oh, that's a great point. It did start as mobile as well. Ah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, the graphics make more sense that way. I was like, it's very simplistic, very very simplistic. Yeah, not that it's a bad thing, but it's free on mobile um, too. I think, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they make their money off of ads, and that—that's a cool thing. It's crossplay too, so I, I appreciate yeah. that. But I—I yeah. think it also depends on the people you play with. Like personally, I would like I, it would be hard for me to play Among Us again with just randos and then using the te- uh, te- uh the chat chat uh, bar. Uh, yeah, I, like it's way more fun to play with friends. It's a social kind of game. Yeah, that that's the key. Like it's so I feel like it doesn't work without that social aspect of people like you calling out people when they're lying. Yeah. Like no, I didn't murder him because when we did the t- test uh, before the stream, we did a test game with just randos, just uh, t- typing. I, I mean, was like, no, this is spoke Tagalog, so that's probably part of your issue. <laughs> yeah. I but even then, even least. then, just just in text though, it's like it's still yeah. Because you don't you don't get that kind of the inflection, kind of inflections and stuff where yeah. Because you are pretty much trying to lie your way out of it if you are the murderer, or if you're the not, and people start accusing you, then you have to kind of talk your way out of it. And yeah, without that aspect, it wouldn't be a fun game. 
Yeah, um, it's a party game, but that's a difficult thing. Yeah, Go I on. played. I think uh, 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 Joey, you were talking about another space game. Same thing. It's called. I think you're talking about Unfortunate uh, Spaceman. Unfortunate Spaceman. No, I was talking about oh. a similar game, but it's like in uh, icy wasteland. Yeah. Okay, I don't oh, remember this the is name like, of it okay. there. Okay. Yeah, this has like the same kind of concept, but it's more combat driven. So it's like it's not again another person hidden as a monster among like you know the humans and but in unfortunate spaceman instead of talking your way out of it if you see a murder you know someone get murdered you start shooting at what who you think the you know murderer is so yeah. it's like it's fun because it's it's shooty shooty bang bang but uh in among us you don't have that action or combat yeah. so it's, it's more all detective about that. work yeah yeah detective which that's a cool thing is like I never really thought I would catch on and want like enjoy playing a game like this. It's never really yeah. in my genre, but for some reason this kind of piqued my interest and it worked yeah. for me. Well, just a bit among <laughs> us, uh, murder mystery game, lots of fun. Yes, you guys highly recommend it quite a bit. Yeah. Highly you know, recommend. Well, you need to have voice chat. Out. Yeah, voice chat with your friends to play yeah, it required. And, and honor system make sure you guys follow the same rules that the people that would normally use it with text chat they follow the same rules because yeah. it makes it more fun that way yeah don't so. you be talking during the game oh during yeah the mystery part okay the detective part. we're gonna move on to our last thing of today's podcast last one a little indie game quickie Oh yeah! Andy so came quickie. Andy came quickie. Yeah. Uh, I believe Garrick brought this one. Oh, wow. indeed. Oh, thank you. Game uh -huh. called Gladiator Guild Manager. Oh, tell us all I about Gladiator Guild Manager. Oh, thank you, Joey. I'll take it from here. Um, so this game, I've for some somehow I found this somewhere. I think I oh I saw one of the YouTubers that I uh, subscribed to play it. Um, it's an auto battler. So if you're familiar oh, no. with TFT, oh. Oh, it, no. it's a single player experience. Um, it yeah. uses aspects of like basically rock, paper, scissors. So uh, you go to, you go through different arenas and uh, battle through like six to seven different uh, parties uh, that are randomly generated. So it's pretty much always different. And, wow. Um, based on your composition, you can choose different types of difficulties of opponents, um, and you uh, you you hire gladiators, uh, and you, like they're like archers, knights, mages, and beasts and stuff. Classic, classic. So, yeah, like, so it's bees? pretty fun. Yeah, like beasts, oh, beasts, like wool, okay. oh, wolves okay. and stuff. Okay. Um, and they have an expansive items list that you can purchase um, to kind of like enhance your character. So it's almost like an RPG-esque kind of situation where you can customize your own your own squad. And like it, um, it overall, I played the prologue, which is pretty much a demo uh, because it's still relatively in development. Um, and uh, early access will be out in October of yeah. this year. Uh, you can support them now uh, by backing them on Kickstarter if you're down for that. Okay. Um, and full release is planned. Uh, early access, or I'm sorry, full release is planned in quarter of 2021. Uh, honestly, like I enjoyed like games like TFT, 
uh, but not to the extent of like multiplayer and stuff. Like I feel like there's an added stress to playing against people, but I've always liked the strategy of single player strategy games and applying it to the genre of auto battler is why I was very interested in this game and I am personally uh backing it as well and excited oh, wow. for it to come out. Um Looks so like yeah. a, a more flushed out AFK arena. Me. Yeah. Oh no, AFK Arena. AFK I... Arena, download and play today. Oh god, hey, no, no, stop, hey, no. no. We're not sponsored. No. <laughs> oh god, why? Yeah, but uh, one, Garrick, I, wait. I, like, uh-huh. in terms of, I think there's a lot of room because, like, as we've seen so far, for the most part, the auto battle, like the auto chess genre, has been relegated to only being a multiplayer thing, really. Yeah. Um. So I think there's a lot of room for that genre to move into being primarily single player. Yeah. Uh, or I having agree. games that are primarily single player or co-op or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, where I agree because like... the, the focus is different. It's not about balancing like between like metas against other players. It's about balancing like just like how to... Like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, it's a different type of balancing when it's well, a single because player. Because you don't need to worry story. about, like, you don't need to worry about something being grossly broken because it will make people upset. Yeah. <laughs> because there's it's nobody a on the other side game. to make upset, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because, and... like, uh, like uh, TFT, like I said earlier, was fun, but it gets stressful sometimes. But this game, I can enjoy it without any consequence, per se. I get it. I get that. Yeah. So that yeah. is Gladiator Guild Manager. Go check it out. Check it it's out. Be in early wow. access. I just uh, imagine a gladiator with uh, a helmet and like a checklist, and he's like pointing at like other gladiators, like a manager. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he just dropped in. It sound like a manager name tag, name tag, and it says my it's, name is Chad. It's, yeah, it's not like a, a sim per se. It's not like the the soccer sims or something like that. It's just. I don't know why they put manager. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, but well, because yeah, it is but, somewhat of a strategy game, because yeah. it does look like there's some uh, like base building mechanics and stuff mm-hmm. like that in the game as well. So yeah. you are doing some. You are a guild manager. You okay. are managing the yeah. gladiatorial guild. So I can I think, see where the name comes from. Yeah, I think the thought. Like you're used to like a certain genre when it says manager, but it's it's very gamified no, I just, strategy. I just imagined a monster with a helmet, and he's a manager, oh. and he's wearing like an orange <laughs> vest. And oh, I see. Oh, I just, yeah, I, I, I yeah. see like a sports manager game. This sounds yeah. like more like a tycoon game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. That's it. That's why that, I'm thinking like same thing, probably. Yeah, you uh, you might enjoy it more than up. those other games. Yeah, numbers go up. Yeah, numbers go up. Game, which is good. Indeed, numbers go up. Games are good. I'm fine. Actually, numbers. I was thinking it'd be neat to see this type of game get the like loot RPG treatment. Oh. Of like having like repeatable dungeons and enemies that drop rare equipment. And outfitting your like party with that rare equipment. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to say is that like even like I just barely downloaded the prologue. The demo's free once again on Steam, so you can try it out to see for yourself. Uh if you're listening whoever's listening. 
um, but they're already they're already like adding Jesus. features as we speak like literally today there was an update to add a new feature that they already have planned and like there's a new panel that i just saw that i didn't see before so they're really on the go with this game which i'm at least happy about there's actually progress being made compared to other early access games where they're like just buy this broken game oh no but so far so good i'm proud of them Yay. That is all right but right. well, that's gonna do it for us here wow. on this podcast before we go uh things go up on the youtube sometimes no. what's going up on the youtube uh well for everyone oh, that saw it. yesterday there was a gris episode wow, uh, wow. we actually moved it from monday to tuesday I thought, wait i thought you said it was Greece. Greece. I call it Gris. So Grissy. But it is Grease. It's the uh, the spoilers in a future episode. I explain this more. (gasps) In French and Spanish and I think like one other language uh, Grease is gray in uh, those languages. Wow. So uh, little background to that. So that went up yesterday. Uh, You'll have this today of course. And then Thursday we will have the finale of Child of the And, uh, oh, the finale? What? The actual finale. Whoa. Are you sure, PJ? You sure? I could have sworn there's like three other videos of child left. Child. And then uh, Sunday, of course, is the Call of Duty Sunday W morning. that uh, Garrick will be working on. So. Oh, yeah. And, Fun uh, stuff. Wow. A little of everything for everyone. I feel yeah. like we're not running out of those soon. Hopefully mm-hmm. not. Because we're elite, guys. We're so good at this game. Oh, wow. And then, uh, John, wow. your stream. Wow! Oh yeah, there's a stream, dudes. Uh, just uh, it, um, yeah, go check it out. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, six thirty uh, Pacific time. There's no Got schedule it. right now. IE is what he's saying. We're kind of just it's play it. whatever he's feeling. Play whatever. Oh, he's feeling. yeah. Play whatever you feel like, man. Dude. Wow. Oh, but if you're just listening to this right now. You uh, and depending on if PJ gets this out on time, probably not. We're gonna celebrate PJ and Sarah's anniversary today on Wednesday on no. Minecraft. What? So that's set in stone. Well, well they're getting married. Oh, Sarah, Sarah and, and PJ are getting married in uh, Minecraft. Yes, they're renewing their vows. September. They've been married. Nine two, twenty twenty. Just uh-huh. so you know. Yep. That yep. way. Uh, so how many guys seen it? How many years? How many years, PJ? Why are you saying tomorrow? It's today. Yeah. Yeah. It's today. How many years? How many years, PJ? Three years now. Three years. Wow. Time flies. Today, tomorrow. (laughs) Um. Yeah. I I know. It feels. It's. It's strange. It feels like it's been longer, but just yesterday. I guess. Oh, amazing. I know. I remember back in the day. It, like it was everything yesterday. just feels longer, but we were just all yesterday. sweating, drenched. Yeah, in I feel like the longer you get, the the more years. condensed and expanded right? time gets for you. Right? Like your understanding of time makes, gets worse as you get older. It's crazy. The flow of time is convoluted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and one other thing, guys. Don't forget to join our Discord. Oh wow! Uh, today we are also announcing the contest winners. Two winners. Yeah. Or you might have missed it already. Yeah, oh, depending on it. when this comes yeah. out. Yeah. Or depending okay. on when they watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Joey. All right. Close us out. Chad's going to do it for us here on the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Later, everyone.
Goodbye. Good night and good day. Play that song. Play that song. The one that makes me go all night long. The one that makes me go.